What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 287 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What up? And Shelly wasn't able to make it, so uh, she will probably be back next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be taking over the movies for her this week, though. Uh, Macy Shelly. Yes. <laughs> this week, we're going to have a super show. It could even You could even say it's marvelous. Uh, yeah. Both puns. Both make sense a little bit. Um, spoiler alert. (laughs) There's a lot of superhero news right now. So, so last week we did joke that it was going to be all Spider-Man up until the holidays, but now we have even more of it than we got. Like, it's like the year of Spider-Man now. Yeah. Yeah. All month long. There's a lot of Spider-Man stuff happening. Yep. Uh, (laughs) before we get into that, um, LJ, you played any video games? Yes. Um, the first one that I played, um, getting back to the backlog a little bit, um, I started, uh, well, I picked back up Battle Chasers Night War, and it's, uh, it's, it's a turn-based RPG, uh, and the, uh, so this company that made this um, made that Ruined King RPG that just came out, the League of Legends one. Okay. So instead of instantly going i'm going to buy that um <laughs> i decided I'm, I'm not the biggest like turn-based rpg guy like i it, you know there's i actually don't play many of them and if i do i never finish them so i was like you know what let me get back to this and see if it's still if, if it's something i really enjoy so that way i don't blow 30 dollars on the new thing and so like last week i just sunk like three or four hours into it one evening like just hanging out in the living room and just you know it was it was nice uh, playing it on my switch and so um it's pretty solid i'm i'm enjoying it it's got the the same artists that did the art for like dark siders um did the art for this um oh cool yeah so it's got a cool comic book art um but uh yeah it, it's it's pretty neat so uh if anybody's looking for a good turn-based rpg probably check out this or ruined king <clears throat> uh, i've heard ruined Ki- ruined king is pretty good according to jamie so i'm gonna try to play as much of this as i can before i spend money on the other thing um yeah i i honestly think like it's it's very simplified too like each character has their specific roles and it's like i feel like it's very much like a turn-based jrpg like a lot of people should be able to understand so Mm -hmm. um my thing with them is as soon as i have to grind i give up i don't know what it is oh yeah i just want to play the story yeah that's true grind it depends on the game too grinding can be fun in some cases and others it can just be a drag i've started a lot of jrpgs <clears throat> yeah yes and and that's why like over the years i've told myself okay this isn't my genre don't buy these games don't waste my money on them because mm-hmm. i never finish them um, the story seems so intriguing though yeah and honestly yeah it's like the stories are like that's what jrpgs are, are known for and i'm like man i just it's honestly the gameplay and everything that just bores me to death most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, so more of the action-based ones I've been getting into over the years. But, but yeah, so that's why I was like, this game's turn-based. I don't know how how I feel about it yet. So, but I'm enjoying this one. So, cool. We'll see how long I stick with it. Yeah. Um, the other game I'm playing is interesting. Uh, Rocket League Sideswipe. Ooh. Um, this is a mobile version of Rocket League. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. 
it takes place it like it's played from the side perspective like from a like two 2.5 d like side view okay. and uh basically your turbo is like um it, it's got a cooldown on it instead of having you having to like go like grab turbo mm-hmm. it's got it's got two on twos it's got hoops and it's got one v ones it looks like uh, smash bros Yes, yes. With the, Rocket League cars. <laughs> yeah, so basically, yeah, it's it's from it's played from that view. And it's neat because you can do, like, honestly, like, there's some stuff I can do in this that make me feel like a pro that, like, I can't do in the regular Rocket League just because the turbo is, like, so generous and things like that. Um, me, and, uh, me and my cousin, uh, we worked together. And so, like, we had some downtime during our Christmas party uh, last week. And... Um, we played a few rounds and it was super fun playing, playing with somebody. Uh, and it's got a free pass, like a free battle pass. Uh, you can claim a free item in the store every day. Um, so like, I haven't seen, like, I'm sure you could spend money on it, but I've been unlocking stuff and I haven't spent any money on it. Nice. Um, but that's, I feel like that's how rocket League's always kind of been too. Like I've always been able to unlock stuff and not <clears throat> spend money, but, um, it's fun. Like I, I honestly think like people who enjoy Rocket League should probably check this out. As, especially like the the games are also only two minutes long as well, so that's pretty cool. Like it's they're very short. Um, <clears throat> whenever I did play, uh, when my cousin did play, it was funny because we had fifty seconds, and then and then all of a sudden you hear oh time for a staff photo, and I was like oh come on we got this like while everybody was getting together, and then we <laughs> ended up like winning. We ended up making the team forfeit because I was like come on come on come on and then like i was like yes uh but uh, it was just one of those things where it's like it, that two minute time is so perfect um so i i, I recommend it it's it pretty fun uh it's got even some good music in there like rocket league is kind of known for right um yeah so yeah it's it's fun it, it's super fun i'd probably play a match or two a day um it's kind of dethroned wild rift for a while because i haven't been playing much for wild rift lately uh i downloaded that i haven't checked it out yet yeah wild rift is cool um i did unlock a few skins from arcane uh in that game already too but but yeah like i've been playing mobile games here and there lately and it's they're good quality (laughs) i'm not i'm not the biggest fan of mobile games but if they're good good enough quality then i'm like yeah I'll, I'll, i'll give them a shot so uh, Rocket League Sideswipe is super fun. Cool. Um, yeah. So I've been playing a bunch of other things, but those are like the two kind of biggest things. Um, I'm excited that Halo Infinite campaign launches tonight. Um, so if your PC is beefy enough, it doesn't have... It, the requirements aren't strong, but like for anybody that has like Game Pass, like I mean, I know you have Game Pass on your PC. If, you're, yeah. if, you, ever wanna, if you ever want to try some Halo, that comes out to Game Pass tonight. So Okay. And then the Halo Infinite multiplayer is even free on Steam, like on that on its own there too. So, but but the campaign is Game Pass. So, this is the game that was announced a while back. That's like it, it was... got delayed. Okay. Yeah. It just seems so weird that it's out now. I don't know why. Yeah. It, it was this game that I just thought was never going to come out. Haven't <laughs> yeah. seen anything since like the really bad textures yeah. of like the one the, alien, the Craig meme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like the multiplayer has been out and people have been enjoying that. Uh, and I, I've enjoyed it a lot. I remember lot. you talking about that, yeah. Yeah, but now, like, it's kind of weird all of a sudden because it feels like it's been out already, kind of, but now it's like, oh, the campaign's out. Like, this is the part we want to play, the Far Cry, Breath of the Wild, Halo, single-player stuff that they got going on, so. 
I'll be talking about that next week for sure. Cool. Oh, yeah, so that's it for me. All right. Well, we'll get into the gaming news then, because uh, I, I don't got nothing. Apex. <laughs> cool. I've been just played that basically all day today. Uh, they were all real bad games, but uh, once in a while, I'm getting pretty good at it, usually. Um, all right, yeah, so we'll get into gaming news since we have talking about been talking about things we've been playing. Um, <laughs> I am just going to go right into the Fortnite Chapter 3 news. Okay. Um. Uh, because there, you said Apex, and it reminded me that the, well, one of the new mechanics in Chapter 3 is a slide mechanic. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so ch- Chapter 3 came out on, so they did the event on Saturday, and usually they take a couple days. Like, I figured, like, it would be like the Black Hole thing where it would be down for, like, three days. But they brought it back up yesterday, and, uh, like, but the cutscene on the, like, event um, it's been pretty obvious and people have been like putting to putting like connecting to the dots but one of the main characters recently that's been in some of these like events is called the foundation and everybody's like that's the rock and even the rock <laughs> himself has been like teasing this stuff for like months the foundation and the, yeah and the armor the armor plating even is like a nod to his tattoo um cool. so like everybody was just like it, it got debunked like months ago and so finally it is officially confirmed he takes off his helmet in the game and everything and it's it's him it's Dwayne Johnson and so <laughs> I was just like oh that's so cool kind um, of almost uh biblical the rock the foundation y- yeah that's funny <laughs> 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 yeah um he's actually the, or heretical the, like, I don't know which <laughs> yeah um <laughs> He's actually the uh, the character, so they usually have one special character in the battle pass that unlocks, and you can do quests to unlock stuff for him. He's actually the character, like that that specific battle pass character. So you'll be able to actually play as Dwayne Johnson in Fortnite pretty soon. And like, I think in like two months, I think the challenges to unlock his stuff are are coming. But Crazy. it's him. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> The other thing is that uh, Spider Man is in the battle pass. Uh, who knew that would uh, that was gonna happen? Um. <laughs> it's just like a, I mean, there's been a lot of weird ones, but mm-hmm. like Spider Man with a gun, yeah, just seems wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it is. Um, they, I, it's funny because like they've had all the other Marvel stuff, but I was hoping they were gonna make a joke about he's late to the party or something. But there's even a Daily Bugle section in the map now, like. So, it's, and then there's like apparently there's parts of the map where you can actually like swing, like you like web swing. Um, okay. I I don't think I found those parts yet, but some there's like webs across the map sometimes that like you can use like you can jump on them and launch off of them and stuff and like. Huh. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Um, can anyone or just Spider Man? Hmm? Yeah, anyone. Okay. Um. Seems very Earthworm Jimish. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is with Earthworm Jim lately, but <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Earthworm Jim showed up in Fortnite. That would make sense. <laughs> it would be cool. Yeah, that's a cool character. Yeah, and everybody Earthworm else Jim like, for Fortnite. Certain people, like especially younger crowd, would be like, "Who's this?" Like, right? <laughs> you could yeah. have cows just out in the middle of the like game, just sitting. I mean, in there field. is there is already farms and stuff, so like, yeah, yeah. You cow, and <laughs> yeah. every time you walk by it, it just well done. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, People are uh, so confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, the cool thing about um, 
apparently I didn't realize, but I guess the, the reason why they're calling it chapter three, not only cause it was a big event, but, um, it's a, like a upgrade engine upgrade. Apparently they're using unreal engine five this time around, which oh, yeah. it, it does actually look better. It does move better. There's just a more crisp, like feeling to it that I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I feel it. I feel the difference. Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's crazy. Um, all the unrealistic stuff that's made in unreal engine yeah yeah that's funny like i watched a uh someone made kakariko village which i thought i'd seen before but they did an unreal engine and it was so like mm-hmm. picture perfect and hyper realistic but then you have like octopath was made in unreal i think yeah. and then yeah. this it's like this cartoonish thing yeah and unreal engine 5 this is the newest like engine that like they've been showing tech demos for and stuff like right this is it now so like they are starting to implement it in, in other things and then Rocket League, uh, that's an mm-hmm. Unreal Engine. I bet they yep. upgrade that at some point since it's owned by the same company. Yeah, Epic owns Psyonix now too. Yep. So crazy. Epic has a lot of my money now, thanks to <laughs> thanks to owning Fortnite and Rocket League. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then there's also like the, the other skins in there for Spider-Man too, like Symbiote and all that. And nice. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I guess while we're at it, talking about Unreal Engine, that um, during this, you can actually preload it, which is odd for a tech demo, but during the Game Awards, they're going to fully reveal the, it's called the Matrix Awakening, um, like Link's Awakening, I'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's, it's, it's a tech demo, I guess, in Unreal Engine 5, and this is going to, I guess this is going to happen during the Game Awards, uh, and you... You can only... I don't even think it's going to be on PC. It's only PS5 and then the Xbox Series consoles. So... For is those of us that have one. That quick clip... I think it is. It of, doesn't uh, show... Counter Reeves. Do you think that's video or do you think that is well, an engine? He, no, that's a video. Because he and Carrie Ann Moss are actually going to be at the Game Awards doing some stuff. I don't know. His hair looks very hyper like unrealistic almost uh, uh that would be uh, insane i i would have to look at it again but i was like it was just such a nothing teaser to me but you should look at it i think it was i should look i think it's mocap could be yeah that would be like if you still on it it's almost <laughs> like got a plasticiness to it hmm. but i mean that could have been done with makeup and stuff too so i don't know <laughs> let's see Oh, it's gonna uncanny valley. It's got yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That I'm looking. At, I'm gonna look at this real quick because I gotta see now. <laughs> um, I just looked at it quick to see what it was. Huh. Hmm, I don't know. His teeth aren't perfect, so I mean, if they did it, they had they did a really good job. If it's in Unreal Engine, you never know these days. Like, but real. I've seen some really realistic stuff. <laughs> yeah, like I remember even for the PS4 uh mm-hmm. they had i think it was a tech demo i don't think it was for a game that was coming out it was just like a to show you what unreal yeah. was capable of and they had this mm-hmm. old man and they like started with his wrinkles and yeah. like zoomed out of his wrinkles and it he looked yeah. like it was it was like video realistic but his face was not like perfectly human it had this longer mm-hmm. more animated like anime look to it but the yeah. skin looked real so and that was way back when ps4 i think was announced so yeah what they can do with these engines is just crazy anymore yeah it sure is um i don't know what this thing is going to be yet 
part of me wishes it was some kind of video gamey thing, but it's going to be such like an experience that like, I don't know, like I want to run around as Neo in a level or something, but <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be anything like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's something to look forward to. We're going to have a ton of news in the gaming section for game awards, uh, yeah, next week. Um, but before we move on, we got, have, uh, probably the biggest kind of craziest news I think is, uh, that uh, apparently, according to Bloomberg, uh, J- Jason Schreier, he says that um, PlayStation is going to have their own version of Game Pass coming. Mm-hmm. They're working on Project Spartacus, I believe it was called. Um, they said there's going to be multiple tiers. There's going to be the uh, just regular PlayStation Plus tier. Um, and there was another tier um, above that. I forget exactly what that one was, but... The third tier, the top tier, they're saying that one's going to be the one that offers like streaming, like PlayStation Now stuff. But they're also saying that it's going to include PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games. So I'm yeah, like, pretty cool. Yeah. So we'll have to see how they like implement this because, like, mm-hmm. if they go hard like Xbox does, where it's just like, oh, you know, this game, Last of Us Part 3 or whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna get to play it day one, kind of a thing. Like, I, I wonder if they're gonna do that. You know, that'll be the biggest, I think, uh, success point is if they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they've mentioned before. I don't remember who it was. Um, who runs Sony? Usually speaks for him. Oh, I, I wonder if it's Herman Holst now. That's not who I'm thinking of, though. Jim Jim Ryan maybe too. Um, those are driving nuts. I can't remember his name. Sean Layden was the guy um can't remember his name but he had said that uh at the time they, he was asked whether or not they would do something like xbox did and they were saying they're dumping so much money into these games these third-party games mm-hmm. but they didn't think that they could turn a profit by having them come out day one on a subscription service mm-hmm. and so i would be curious if they'll turn around on that because they they flip-flop a lot playstation does um, yeah uh yeah i think bug me I'm pretty sure it's Sean Layden, the guy that you were talking about, because they switched. Been. They switched recently. Okay. Oh, so Jim Ryan is the current president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. Um. But yeah, it was probably uh, it was probably the previous guy from whenever okay. they had uh, they had like him, uh, Phil Spencer and Reggie Fils-Aimé at the, at the Game Awards that one time or at E3 or something. Oh yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, that must be anyways it was when the ps5 was announced there was questions yes. of whether or not they would be able to do a subscription service like xbox did and they said the day one games just wouldn't they they pour so much money into them that that wouldn't work um mm, so true. it would be cool if they turn around on that and uh but i think that would be the success factor is whether or not you get day one games mm-hmm. like i'm way more interested in that subscription service i'm extremely interested in it if there's day one releases on there oh yeah for sure because uh, if yeah. not I could buy Jack 2 somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can buy it now. Um, yeah. But uh, honestly, yeah, like, even a buddy of mine was, was saying, he's like, I just want to play. He's like, I just want to play games, man. And he's like, I don't care if I have to have a subscription on both. Like, whatever yeah. saves money, you know? And I think um, it'd be cool to uh, for them to at least have some kind of rival, you know, and mm-hmm. not, like, mess it up or not have some weird caveat or loophole. Honestly, if you think about it, all three of them at $15 a month, like Sony, Xbox, Nintendo, I'm just throwing them in there. Not that anything's mm-hmm. been announced. Um, that would be $45. It would still be cheaper than buying a game. Uh, yeah. 
especially now when games are becoming like $70 a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I would pay $45 a month for all three services to have any game that I wanted basically at my fingertips. Yeah, because even now you can do like, I mean, it's still like you can do like a couple months for PS Plus. Uh, I think like the year for that's like 50 or 60 and then Switch is like 50 or 60 for that for that now if you get mm-hmm. the expansion. But a Game Pass is still like $15 a month. So like um, even then, like that's still a lot if you do yearly. But I feel like those subscriptions to have all three of them aren't like that terrible, especially like. I mean, maybe not Nintendo necessarily because theirs is like emulation, but like just PlayStation and Xbox alone, that's worth it. If both of them have like a Game Pass thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If Nintendo were to have one, I'd definitely want it to be <laughs> day one releases for Nintendo or I really yeah. wouldn't like what they have now. I don't really care about. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, cool. We'll have to see. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. Project Spartacus it. is what it's called right now, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Still in the works. Mm-hmm. cool so that that's it for gaming news all right we'll get into movies then um i haven't watched any movies i tried watching seventh sons which is an mm-hmm. old movie from like 2014 and uh realize i've already seen it um <laughs> so my memory's failing me a little bit um and it's super super cheesy uh, yeah. so i didn't i didn't watch it again i couldn't do it i, um, I didn't watch anything bridges okay cool I was going to say, I didn't watch anything that special either. I think I watched most of, like, Christmas Vacation the other day, but, like, okay. I didn't really. I wasn't, like, super paying attention to it, so. but Gearing up for Spider-Man. Yeah, well, that's what I was supposed to be doing. I was going to watch uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, and I just never got around to it. It was a wild no. week. That would be a fun thing to do, would be try to watch all of them. One, two, three. One, two. Yeah. And one, two again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saw that meme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that would yeah. be... I would almost be down for that. Um, yeah. I probably should watch at least Spider-Man 2. And then The Amazing Spider-Man still seemed pretty fresh to my mind. But mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I, I recently watched, I think, at least in the last couple of years, I watched Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. But the Amazing Spider-Man movies are the ones that I hadn't seen, but like once each. So He's my favorite Spider-Man. Uh, Andrew Garfield? I don't know if he was my favorite. Peter Parker. Uh, Peter Parker. But as far as Spider-Man goes, he had yeah. the quippy... The quippiness that oh, I loved. Yeah. The, the larger consensus is that Toby made a better Peter Parker and Andrew Garfield uh, made a better Spider-Man. Yeah. Which I um, could see that. Yeah. My favorite was his... He's like, oh no, knives. My my greatest weakness. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. Super quippy. Uh, but while we're waiting for Spider-Man to come around, it's coming up soon. Um, <laughs> we do have some Marvel news. Oh, yeah. um, we've all got some Spider-Man news that's not Marvel. <laughs> well, not Disney Marvel, MCU stuff. Yeah. Uh, although it could. We don't know where uh, Spider-Verse is going. Um, I don't even know where to start with this. It's so, so crazy. <laughs> we're talking about Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. We'll go We'll go there first. Kevin Feige <laughs> um, says that Daredevil, says that Charlie Cox is definitely the MCU's Daredevil if, and that's a big if, they choose to use him. Uh, and I, I kind of respect the way that they look at uh, all of the characters. Um, he, he mentioned this, he goes, I always say that, and this is talking about all of the defenders, I guess, Netflix's, uh, characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always say that whenever a character comes back into the Marvel sandbox, it becomes another tool in the storytelling ability of the MCU. So I said mm-hmm. before, the good news is 
all will be revealed when people actually finally watch. And we're kind of seeing that so far. Like, um, you know, we've been talking about uh, the hope for for Kingpin in in Hawkeye. Um, you know, if they were to go that route, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm treading really carefully. Uh, if they were to go to that route, you know, um, yeah. they're able to like. Well, we need a big crime boss. There's some, and that's there's kind some of the pretty, mindset. Like, without saying anything, there's just a lot of strong vibes there. Yeah. I mean, like we've been talking probably, about the hope for it since before the show came out. It's probably going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but they didn't really... I mean, it's not. it doesn't feel shoot in. It's like, hey, we need a big crime boss. Who do we have? And before, they didn't mm-hmm. have anyone. But now that it's kind of in their wheelhouse, they're going to be like, oh, we, we have a big crime boss we can use. This character is like the biggest crime boss in the comics. Literally big. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and so then with, you know, Charlie Cox going, possibly being in Spider-Man, um, yeah. they'll be like, well, we need a lawyer. Um, so they, <laughs> I'm assuming, and this is completely assumption, that they will use Charlie Cox as a lawyer in the universe. And they don't have to really make up a character. Um, mm-hmm. They can use stuff that people will get excited yeah. about. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there's been like loose rumors and stuff like that. And it's like... I mean, who knows? Like, I, I'm see, I, I'm a big Daredevil fan, but I'm just afraid that like we're gonna get okie doked again. <laughs> um, and I, I so the the and what what scares me is all these headlines are saying like Daredevil confirmed, Daredevil confirmed. I'm like, no, not necessarily. Like, yeah, um, my I just, the headlines. Biggest suck. thing is I feel like Kevin Feige coming out and saying that Charlie Cox is definitely Daredevil uh almost makes it me feel like he's not going to be in spider-man like that's a really strong statement that's a very strong statement to put out right now like, yeah like it's almost spoilery if that were yeah. the case and and that's what scares me is i don't want to read too much into it i'm like he could very well just be playing with us which would be amazing if he was like if like haha wink wink you know yeah but i'm just like the uh, the thing that gets me is we we got the Ralph Boner thing in Wandavision, you know, like mm. we've been duped before, and I'm just like I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I'm very excited for this movie. Uh, Tom oh, yeah. Holland, he had this little thing before a trailer uh, that it was like he he basically says he goes, none of your fan theories are true, or are they? And I'm like, there's so <laughs> many fan theories going on right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I I'm excited. I'm kind of excited to be done with this movie. Yeah. Um, like, I want to watch it, but I'm like, I just need to get, we need to move on. I need to know what's happening yeah. next. And, and that's the thing that bugs me about all these fan theories and speculation is that people are going to get, like, people get hyped, them, like, they hype themselves so, so much that they get, that they get crushed when the things actually yeah. happen and it's not what they want. And it's just like. Me with Transformers 3, though everyone hated Transformers 3 anyways. <laughs> um, I didn't get my Cobra Con Alliance and I was really bummed. Uh, we brought that up in the last podcast. Yeah. I spent that entire movie waiting. I was completely... I mean, this was before uh, I personally would sit and, like... Now I go through the news every every day. Um, I'm always looking at rumors and theories and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I had just put it in my own head from watching G.I. Joe and watching Transformers and knowing they were the same company that mm-hmm. Cobra Con was going to happen. Um, I feel there was like merchandise for Cobra Con Alliance, like, being yeah. sold. And so I just, yeah, I had to be, I don't know how old I was. I'm really young and uh, I was completely convinced. Spent the whole movie they, waiting for it. 
They very well could have, I think, if G.I. Joe was more successful. I think those movies yeah. were just so odd that, like, they didn't, it didn't happen. They could have. They, they, yeah. I th- I still think that uh, if, like you're saying, they would have done well, the mm-hmm. military personnel that are in all the Transformers movies would have just been G.I. Joe. Like, you could completely swap them out almost. Mm-hmm. And everything would have made sense. So Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I did that. I I understand <laughs> that uh, that plight of people get so excited and expecting yep. expectant of something that they can't and enjoy. Their, their dreams being are crushed. Made. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that the movie's bad. It's just like you spent the entire movie hoping for something that it wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. but we're we're talking about Daredevil, and so um, I'm liking how these stories are all like together because I can kind of kind of create a conversation around this. Um, yeah. You have Feige saying that you know he'd like to use the other Marvel characters from from next Netflix shows. Uh, I think uh, what's really exciting also in the news is Shang Chi has been um, greenlit for a sequel and yep. a show. And the show I think is interesting. I would assume it's going to be about his sister. It's not confirmed, but it'll be something spun off of the Shang Chi mm-hmm. world, I guess. Um, but Shang Chi too, I was trying to think of like what that would would be, and I would love. If they took Iron Fist, um, Finn mm-hmm. Jones did a terrible job as Iron Fist. Um, yeah, he did. <laughs> but I really don't think it was his fault. Like, the writing for the season one was really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the choreography, not only did he not, like, really train for it, but it really wasn't, like, that crazy. Like, Into the Badlands came out. And uh, if you watch yeah. Into the Badlands, which was this like cable show versus I remember that a very highly budgeted Marvel show, um, the choreography in Iron Fist was real terrible. Um, yeah. So I I don't know. This is a complete assumption, but I would love uh, with Shang Chi two being uh, greenlit that they would make uh iron fist kind of a secondary character almost a sidekick to him um mm. and they could explore kung lao i think is where iron fist is from and i know in the comics shang chi has a uh, connection to that so i think that would be really cool and kind of just make fun of iron fist the entire time uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm down with that but they kind of put him in a weird place in the netflix shows so i don't know mm-hmm. it's yet to be seen if uh the characters that they're using if they'll be the, like they're gonna be the same actors from what we are hearing um but will mm. they be the same characters canon wise we don't really know right right um there's rumors that d'onofrio's kingpin will be d'onofrio but he'll be in like a big fat suit and be more comic accurate and i'm That's like i don't so know if weird. i want that or not <laughs> yeah it could be real silly a lot could happen in five years though there's yeah. there, you could eat a lot of big macs in five years <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. so we'll see uh i mean maybe it'll make sense he just decided to get real hungry. As long as he doesn't have a square shoulders like the Spider-Verse one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one is a weird design. Yeah. Uh, we'll segue right into that then. Uh, so Shang-Chi <laughs> 2 is uh, in development. We'll be getting that. Um... Oh, I've heard say the director, Destin Daniel yeah. Cretton, who did the first one to do the second one. Uh, but now we'll get into the Spider-Verse. Uh, we got a teaser for that. And yeah. It's pretty cool. Um the trailer looks pretty crazy. It's got the Spider-Man 2099 mm-hmm. um, voiced by Oscar Isaac. Yep. Yeah, he's coming back. Cool. Um, I'm excited for it, but what I'm really excited about is that 
uh, the writers have come out and said that they basically had the freedom to go any Spider-Verse that they wanted to. Um, they were able to do everything uh, that they wanted. Which, there's a lot. I don't know what their tastes are, but I really hope, like... <clears throat> yeah. If we get to see Miles Morales just, like, jump through, even if it's real quick, into mm-hmm. the PS4 Spider-Man game. Oh, that'd be so cool. And imagine it gets... if it... Imagine if it was animated like the PS4 game is too. Like yeah, that's ins- what I mean. Insomni- that would be cool. <laughs> Insomniac actually like does that work? <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, this is a part one, so we're getting a part two as well. Uh, you said possibly in 2023. It looked like. <sighs> yeah, I think I read that one on like comicbook.com or whatever that site is. Um. Yeah, they they did say I think it is going to be a year out. Which is interesting because we're having a discussion in our Marvel spoiler chat um, on Workplace that, um, and then somebody was saying like, oh, that's, I wonder how long that's going to take. And then I saw that headline and I was like, oh, well, that's good because it sounds like they may have took the time to do that work for both or at least as yeah, much as they could. kind of back to back kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. a year out would would be great. Like it would still be fresh in everybody's mind. Right. Um, so I would assume if they do, I feel like they almost have to do something with the MCU at this point. <laughs> Um, whether that's the voice actors coming into his universe or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Him animated in a live action sequence would be really kind of cool and fun and weird. Um, it would be jarring, which I think would be that cool. That would be very Space jammy. Yeah, but I think would be fun. Um, more like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. If only for a moment. I don't think you could. Mm-hmm. I could do a whole movie that way. No, um, no. But I would bet that comes in like a part two of the MCU stuff. Yeah, uh, Maybe we'll get voices from Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. I know a lot of people <laughs> were wanting that from the uh, the original uh, Into the yeah. Spider-Verse. Yeah, maybe get there's them in there. So, yeah. Comic books, there's so many animated cartoons. Um, you could really do a lot, like, as far as the mm-hmm. cartoon, animated stuff goes. Yeah. There's, like, there's... a Mangaverse Spider-Man as well. Yeah. There's, there's so many. And the Avengers animated thing. Yep. Um, we, we talked about the 2000... Uh, or the PS4 game, but there's also yep. like a ton of different Spider-Man games. That would yep. be even more fun. Uh, probably going to like one of the early 2000s Spider-Man games from like the PlayStation, <laughs> and they're all just polygoned. Uh, oh, that'd be crazy! Yeah, there's a lot they could do. Uh, I'm excited to see where they go with this. <laughs> Given that freedom, I think they really literally cool. used the meme in that first one, so it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I I hope that they they continue with that that freedom um, and really utilize it and mm-hmm. have fun with it. I think there's a lot of cool stuff that could happen. We'll see what they do. Oh, cool. all right. Told you it was superhero heavy today. Oh um, yeah. We'll get into TV. We're gonna take a break from superheroes for half a second. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> even geeking out, uh, we're geeking out about superheroes too. Um, yep. Before that, we'll I watch more Masters in the Universe. Oh, sweet. Um, I need Revelation. It's cool. It's good, but it's so. I, I don't know if it's on purpose, but like the way that I'm bringing it, it it's so. Um, do I want to say like progressive or liberal or like? It's very much slapping you in the face with like this is what He Man was, and we don't want that. Um, which I, I think is crazy to do. Like it's super. Nor- normally, I would probably be like. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be against that, but like I enjoyed that first part so much that like yeah. they flipped the script almost literally. And I really liked that they did that because then that's when everybody was like, oh, that's not my He-Man. And I was like, well, it doesn't have to be. 
Well, for those who <laughs> thought that, I think it gets worse in the second season. Oh, wow. Um, I should watch that second part. And uh, I really can't talk about it without spoiling the first season. So um, yeah. hopefully you have watched the first season. If not, maybe cut a couple minutes ahead. Um, but they like take He-Man in the second season and they make him this like monster. He's basically Hulk. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And so it's kind of like, they're like, oh yeah, I remember this masculine He-Man. Well, we're going to make him like too masculine. And, uh, wow. Like, I think that's kind of what they were going with. Like they really want to take the entire show and flip it on its head. Um, yeah. and maybe that's where they were coming from. I don't know if they were trying to get political or if there is kind of any kind of commentary that they're trying to do. Mm. Um, but it really feels like the second season is like, it's almost like they're intentionally trying to frustrate their fans of the originals. Um, and I'm <laughs> loving it because I'm not like, I thought He-Man looked real dumb uh, coming yeah. as a 90s kid, not an 80s kid. I was like, yeah. it's a dude in a loincloth, guys. I, I mean, like He-Man itself is a, was, it was a cartoon built to sell toys. So it's like, you know, there's not like, it's exactly what Transformers and G.I. Joe were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I, I think it's totally okay to to give that property some substance. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the writing goes, the writing is weird because um, it's very serious at times, and it's got like little, mm-hmm. um, you know, morals to to share. But then yeah. it's so childly cheesy, uh, and I think that's trying to stick to the eighties vibe. Um, yeah, yeah. Like you want you want it to be the same Skeletor. Uh, yes. As they they watched before, and he's he's the same Skeletor. He's so cheesy. Um, he's got like just puns upon puns when fighting people. Yeah. Uh, so it's really silly, but mm. I like it. I don't know. I'm having fun with it. Uh, if you are a fan of He Man and didn't like that first season, you probably won't like the second though. Yeah, because it's it's like a direct part two. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also another He Man show, I guess, on there, and that seems weird. Yeah. It's a total weird spin, like, uh, yeah. Did you check it out? No, I haven't watched it. It just looks so terrible. Yeah, for the trailers and stuff. It looks like a kid's <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, this will have dialogue that feels like it's for a kid, and then they'll curse. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. is this show yeah, supposed yeah. to be? <laughs> yeah, there were some really cool, heavy moments in that first season, too. And the, that part, first part does not end in a positive note, either. So, I'm like, yeah. there's been so much I've watched that, like... It's, I haven't been able to watch it yet. <laughs> but, like, so. the, the kid morals, I mean, like, the evil yeah. in. She's like, I didn't mm-hmm. have to be evil in. And it was like, you get to choose your own destiny and all this <laughs> stuff. And I was like, what, like, a kid-friendly moral? <laughs> like, yeah, you almost would want your children to watch it and be like, this is what I what I grew up with, son. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's what they're going for. It, it's weird. Yeah. They definitely blurred the lines for a minute there as far as, like, oh, who's, who's a villain? Who's, you know, who's not, you know? Yeah um anyways we can move on it's not that big a yeah. deal it's got like no it's six episodes yeah it, i burned through that first part in like a day and a half maybe yeah <laughs> so, i don't i don't remember how many episodes was in the first season there's six episodes in the second it was pretty short it was five or six okay yeah uh go ahead with ted lasso lj oh yeah okay so i'm watching ted lasso because i have my six months of apple tv or apple tv plus um <laughs> Ted Lasso is that show like was nominated for a bunch of awards and I understand why 
Jason Sudeikis is, is so good in that show. Like, I forget that's him. I completely forget. Oh, wow. uh, Ted Lasso is great. Basically, the, the plot, they get right into the plot the first few minutes. Um, Ted Lasso is a coach who coached college football and got sent to the UK to go play for a soccer for, for to go or to go coach a soccer team and uh it's uh it's kind of craziness you know he uh, obviously there there are reasons why that are not necessarily good reasons um <laughs> but but it's one of those things it's like there's there's people in that show that like you know they have they have all you know ulterior motives and they have you know they you know they're they want to basically basically they want to run the football the football club Gosh, I'm even referring to soccer as football now. Um, football. They want they <laughs> so they they want to run the club to the ground basically. Like there's all these people that want to see Ted not succeed, but he's just this so positive guy. Like that pe- they end up like loving him and they you can't help but root for him basically. Like it's such a positive show. Um, it's actually pretty clean for the most part, aside from like language. Uh, there's there's plenty of language, but like I feel like. Th- another network would have taken this concept of Ted Lasso and made it super dark and depressing mm-hmm. and like have all this other adult content in it. But like, this is kind of the opposite. Like there's cussing, like there there's, there's points in the show where like they could have easily shown like nudity and stuff, mm-hmm. but they just don't. And I, I love yeah. that. Like yeah. it feels like aside from, aside from the swearing, like it just feels like a show you could watch with your family almost like, there, there is adult, there's still adult humor and stuff. Like there's, you know, jokes and things like that, but like, it's, it's such a wholesome show. Uh, it really is. And I'm like, man, we need, we need more TV like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's good. So yeah. I still wish that. there was a step between PG 13 and R. Yes. Yeah, f- for sure. And, and not, not to bring up Spider-Man again, but I was blown away when I realized that no way home is PG 13. Apparently. And maybe the other movies are too, but I'm just like, wow, really? Like, <laughs> I think all the Spider-Man movies have been PG-13. They, they probably are, but it just, I was like, wow, like, I never really thought of those <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would say, I would say Ted Lasso is probably PG, probably PG-13, maybe. Um, it's definitely not G, uh, <laughs> but, but still, like, but still, like, it's such a positive show. Like, I feel like other networks would have made this so much worse uh, than, than it is, and it's it's a good time if you got apple tv plus it's it's great he has all these sayings and stuff and like just uh yeah it's it's a good show so highly recommend it cool yeah so that that's it that's what i'm watching and then Um, and then there's hawkeye (laughs) yeah i uh i don't know where to start with hawkeye i'm almost like hey If you haven't watched an episode yet, skip ahead. But I don't. We're not going to do that. I don't think. We can just... Yeah, no. It's still been really good. I will say this: is that uh, it got me to buy on Comicsology. Mm-hmm. They have an om- they have an omnibus of the whole run that this show is based off of. Cool. And so it's by um, it's called the uh, Aja and Fraction. M- Matt Fraction and David Aja are the two that that did the this line. Mm-hmm. And so it's a whole omnibus they put out at the beginning of November. For 25 bucks that just covers this whole like thing and it's pretty good like i bought it on comiXology cool um because the, the physical thing was like 40 bucks and uh like the end credits and the opening credits and everything about this show there's so much of it that's so I've comic accurate yeah. yeah like even the even the what is it the the jump the the tracksuit mafia 
Mm-hmm. Like they bro. say, bro, all the t- they say, bro, all the time. That's in the comics. I couldn't believe that they kept that in the show. Yeah, yeah. Like they started saying, bro, yeah. and I was like, wow. <laughs> Tia was like, what? And I was like, it's a comic book thing that I not think they were gonna <laughs> keep going. Yeah, with. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, like, Pizza Dog is that? That's his name in the comics. That's Pizza Dog. Like it's like Pizza okay, dog, like that's awesome. That I didn't know. Yeah. So it's just like, oh man, like. It's so like spot on. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know that uh, it's so spot on that there were actually like there was a boycott call out um, that fans oh, of the yeah. comics were saying that some of the credit scenes are so perfectly lined up with mm-hmm. the uh, the comic book covers. Yes, which I don't think is fair. Like it's it's an ode to it. It's not trying to rip well, it off I, I think what it was is um they gave credit to one person and not the other kind of they only gave oh, credit okay. to, the, to the they only give credit to the writer and they didn't yeah. give credit to the artist and the like, artist is the one that okay that makes sense yes and so that's been the hot debate recently is like okay who do you credit in all this because oh. we've talked to we've talked about it before that the creators of some of these heroes and some of these plot lines that they're pulling from don't get much you know like they might get mm-hmm. a free ticket to the premiere or something and that's it yeah um so yeah well i mean to not put a name at all too like yeah yeah it literally cost them nothing to put in mm-hmm. the name yeah so <laughs> yeah hawkeye has been good though and, and the reason why i did i bought that comic is because i you know like i i don't like i've always looked at him as like oh he's just the guy that shoots a bow you know like mm-hmm. you know as the lame one of, of the group you know <laughs> like it's but, been cool uh, to see more of his humor come out um yep he's been funny yep. in the the movies but i i always like grew up with all the cartoons and stuff it's like that avengers yeah. cartoon um yeah, he, watch that pretty late i don't know and... if i grew up with that but he's almost like the flash of their team yes very very quippy and you know the way his humor is yeah yeah and so like i kind of miss that in the movies and in this he's got quite a bit mm-hmm. of it um it's almost more yeah. his body language than um yep. actual jokes or stuff though um he yeah she comes down through the the ceiling then that one scene and uh, his oh face yeah, is just like it's he says so much without saying anything. <laughs> yeah, that that car chase scene was really good and really funny too. Yeah, uh, if yeah. you watch, do you, I don't know if you watch Hot Ones much, um, but he did a Hot Ones recently. Turns out, oh he did. Oh, yeah, dang, I missed it. Turns out the entire car scene is done with Hot Wheels at first to line out how it all what? all works. Yeah. Okay, I can see some some of that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, and so apparently, I guess like every chase scene that he's ever done, um, he's always seen them. He doesn't do it. It's someone else's idea, but they, they always line yeah. up Hot Wheels to kind of storyboard it That's before they cool. actually do it. Um, or Matchbox Cars a, is what he said. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I do watch Hot Ones whenever I can, but I must have missed that one. It's good. He, uh, good. he's a champ. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It was, that show is so good. Did you watch Scarlett Johansson's? I missed hers too, I think. Okay. That one's a while back. It was pretty old. Um, yeah. But with his, I think he knew what he was doing. With her, it's almost kind of sad because I think she just was part of a press conference, press junket, and like got thrown oh. in hot ones. It didn't really know what she was doing. She just showed up for oh, a press no. thing. Um, and so she like visibly seems like angry that she oh, was doing man. this thing. <laughs> Simu uh, Liu was on this past week, I think. I need to watch it. I don't watch all of them. Um, yeah, I try to watch them whenever I can, but I, I tend to miss them. But it's a cool when one you I see. Have to check them out. 
Yeah, yeah, like Elizabeth Olsen did one too, and she was yeah. a straight champ. Like mm-hmm. she handled that. But it's really cool to see these actors that we we know and we get more of them, you know, like as people. Mm-hmm. I think the hot wings really humanize them. You, oh yeah, really, like, yeah, yeah. You can't for whatever yeah. reason, like you know, you can't put on a show when you're. <laughs> it lets like, it lets burning. your guard down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's such a weird concept, yeah. but it really works. Yeah, totally. Those listening, if you haven't watched Hot Ones yet, um, it is a show where they interview uh, really big names. Now it used to not be so; it used to be like YouTubers and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And they have to eat hot wings, and they progressively get hotter. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I should. I don't know if I need to explain this or not. It's pretty big anymore, but it used to be such a small thing. Um, and so the the actors like answer a question and then eat a wing. Um, mm. By the end of it, they are just like completely burning up. Uh, yeah. and they're just saying whatever comes to mind and it, yep. it really you get answers that you wouldn't expect and the guy yeah. sean evans is an amazing amazing that, interviewer um, that dude's a champ like i don't know how he does it like i mean i guess he's eaten so many of them yeah you know? <laughs> like <laughs> he said before he says it still burns and it still feels the same he's just like yeah. not as dramatic anymore because he's, he's done it so many to. times so he's just like whatever he, He's literally, he's numb to it. Yeah, he's like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I guess because he just, he knows what to expect. But he's like, I still go through the same pain that everyone does. He's not like. Oh, yeah. Which is, is crazy. Um, But it probably does more research than anyone I've ever seen to do an interview. Yep. What, what is it? Um, Explain that gram or whatever they do with the Instagram yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. And they find alternatives whenever they don't have social media accounts too. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a really good example. I'm this kind of a sidestep, I guess. But <laughs> it is uh, <laughs> it's hot right. ones. That's this thing that I watched. It's not a TV show, but it's yeah. Uh, <laughs> I watched that this week. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> in in an interview, he was talking. They were interviewing Sean Evans about mm. how how does he do so well, and he actually will go like to a say you have an actor, he'll go to their hometown and then look up news stories from the hometown about the actor. And he'll start there and have kind of a beginning because a lot of those um, actors, like they will have made headlines at some point in their hometown uh, because it's usually like a small town and they're really proud that they have this big actor that, you know, from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, she's not, she's not really like that big and by main standards, but um, the thing over here is that uh, Lauren Daigle was, is from where I live at in Lafayette, Louisiana. Oh, cool. So it's like there's definitely things that come out about her and stuff. And um, I was like, gonna say, I just, bet local know, news so, has articles about her before lo- she was local big. news probably does. Yeah. Um, but then like, I don't know how true this is, but I heard she used to go to uh, my church when she was real young. But I, but you know, it's just cool to hear things about about local like celebrities and stuff like that. You know, like yeah, definitely. So so that is a very good research strategy on his part. Right. Well, like mm-hmm. with that specifically, if you were to interview Lauren mm-hmm. Daigle, like you could go to your church, find like the pastor that would have been the pastor while he was there, mm-hmm. and get you know an information piece about her from that. Mm-hmm. Ask her that question, yeah. and it would just be mind blowing that you would even yeah. know. Yeah, because even uh, some people when he's interviewing them and asking them, they're like, "How'd you find this out? Or how did you get this? Yeah, information? where did you get this from? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, that's anyway. that's a bit of a tangent. Hawkeye's good. Cool, <laughs> um. I'm going to continue watching. It's probably not my favorite of the Marvel shows. Um, but the fact, the fact, uh, it's not a fact yet. Don't, I'm, I'm teasing uh, that Kingpin's in it. 
is uh, pretty exciting. Yeah. As a Daredevil fan, that made me want to explore more of Hawkeye, too, because I'm like, these are connected, and now I have to know more. I love that um, about Marvel, that yeah. everything, and even in the comics, is so connected. Yeah. Like, you can have a villain, and it would be like... Like, I definitely think of Kingpin as Daredevil's villain, but he's almost just as much Spider-Man's villain as he is Daredevil's. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. In, like, a comic book aspect. Yeah. It's cool how everything's connected like that. It's one in, more. In the, cart- in the cartoon, in the old Spider-Man cartoon, Kingpin was a big villain, too. So it's yeah. like, yeah. Well, they share, it's a shared world. <laughs> uh, TV, we're going to get off of Marvel a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's still superhero stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Colin Farrell, he's playing Penguin in Batman. We knew that. Yeah. I've heard two different news stories about this. Um, there is going to be a spinoff from the Batman, which I believe is the Gotham PD show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's called Gotham PD. I think that's what they said it was, because they can't um, call it Gotham. <laughs> yeah. Uh, according to Screen Rant, there is another spinoff. It's not that one that the Penguin is going to be in, and... In that show, it'll be about Colin Farrell's penguin, like, rising to be the biggest crime boss. Um, yeah. The other article that I saw just said that he would be in Gotham PD, um, which would make sense. Which, yeah, that makes more sense, because I'm like, I don't, we don't need a penguin show. Yeah, I really don't care about the penguin that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interestingly enough, I would probably be more interested in a Kingpin show, um, watching yeah. Kingpin rise to power. But even then, I really don't care. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe that's just I'm not like that into the bad guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel for him or want to feel for him that much. To, right. I don't know. I mean, we already got to see, you know, D'Onofrio's characters past and stuff, too, like that. Yeah. In uh, Daredevil a little bit. So it's just like, yeah, I appreciate humanizing them. Um, yeah, yeah. I just, except for Breaking you don't need Bad, some... I really haven't rooted for a villain. Um, and I hate to say that yeah. I was one of those people that was like, definitely Team Heisenberg. Um, <laughs> I wanted him to succeed. I'm kind of glad that he didn't. Made for a good story. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I can't think of any other shows where I'm like, go villain. Except, like, Loki's not a villain. He's been redeemed in the show a little bit. Um, yeah. You know. If it was Loki being a villain, I'd probably care a lot less about that show. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because that's why I never cared for Loki anyway. He's usually, yeah. a, you know, just a villain. Um, I say that, and then we go to the boys. And I guess the boys are technically villains in a superhero world. It's just that the superheroes are terrible. Yeah, and I don't necessarily root for... I, don't, I definitely don't root for Homelander. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe that's... Maybe I'm contradicting myself there. Yeah, the boys aren't really like characters that i root for either the show's just intriguing because of the shock factor i think for me yeah um, yeah the the main character i can't remember his name he's he's maybe maybe that's why i root for him he's not really yeah he's not really the boys though right um anyways the reason we're bringing up the boys is because there's an animated show called diabolical um coming to amazon prime mm-hmm. in 2022 so that's, coming up soon. that's soon yeah mm-hmm. And I don't remember all of the names, but it's uh, a lot of different names. It looks like it's an anthology. Uh, That's good, because I made that comment about... (laughs) We already have Invincible, so... Right. um, The anthology thing makes much more sense to, like, maybe, like, explore the lore and just 
how big that world is. I'm not going to list all of them, but just a few of them here. Aquafina. Stories by Aquafina. Um, oh. Goldberg. Seth Rogen. Hmm. Um, Andy Sandberg, which I'm pretty sure you're probably yeah. excited for. <laughs> uh, so they could be cool. Uh, <clears throat> being that it's an anthology. Who knows if it'll be canon or not. It didn't didn't say. Um, right. It'll be using Maybe just l- little side stories or something. Yeah. My thing is, it would be so hard not to make the same... Like, I would want to use Homelander, and I can imagine everyone else wants to use Homelander, too. So it would be kind yep. of weird to see uh, how creative and different they can get with each episode. Um, how many different stories. Yeah. But that'll be coming out in 2022. I don't know. I'm more excited for The Invincible than I am that, but it's cool that it's happening. Yep. Same. Yeah. Uh, and then we kind of mentioned it. Yeah, we did mention it. Shang-Chi is getting its own uh, show as well. So. <clears throat> yep cool stuff that's that's it that's like that's the podcast um <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was Loaded. i don't know we had a good conversation there good discussion um yeah are you geeking out about anything else this week nope i don't think i am either so we will end the podcast there uh lj where can they find you at you can find me on twitter and instagram at warhero lj uh, still streaming Miles Morales uh, for my new Game Plus run on Fridays, uh, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Cool. You can find me on Instagram, at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Later. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.